Yes, we are live. Welcome everybody to a brand new episode of the Brothers Podcast. Please give a round of applause for yourselves. Because in a world full of haters, so you only be greater. I am your host, your boy, Steven City P. Watson. As always, back online with my partner in crime. Dante Chase Bridges, a.k.a. Let's just keep it at that. You know who it is. And together that will make us... The brother. And yes, yes, y'all, to the beach, y'all. We are back again. It is Thursday, December 12th, 2019. It is almost the end of the year. It is. We are at the home stretch, ladies and gentlemen. Christmas is almost here. 2020 is almost here. The tens, the decade is almost here. Why don't you start rapping? This man, we might as well. is almost here. Twins is almost here. Twins is almost here. Twins is almost here. But we're here. All right. So, what's going on with you good people? I'm here to tell you we have a interesting topic today. We're going to have to confront the truth today, ladies and gentlemen, about social media's newest trend. But first, we got a little something we like to call Town Hall Business. Mr. Bridges, what you got? As always, I would like to give a shout out to all the people that mess with us, all of our affiliates. So, shout out to WIAN Radio in Nashville, Tennessee. I said Nashville, that's where Young Buck is. Uh-huh. He was. I don't know if he's back. Straight out of Cashville. It's career is doing bad now he might be back at his mama house Maybe. so that's where we're at shout out to ubn that put us on used to catch our shows real talk with dante chase bridges we was there mm. shout out to iHeartRadio. radio shout out to i shout out to him shout out to spotify and shout out to everybody that make this brother things worthwhile because we ain't nothing but a google way and that's what i gotta say turn over to city p as always, shout out our brothers at the Brothers Hub. Shout out to always our official DJ JMC. Shout out to our boy Ryan Watkins for at my mama's table. Shout out to Reggie Price for I could be wrong, but I doubt it. Shout out to our lovely viewers out there that keep tuning in each and every week. Keep coming in. Keep sharing the content. Keep putting the word out. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. We wouldn't be here it wasn't for y'all but uh listen what's up give us some money give us some money yes please because we expanding yes we are give us some money please do you, do you got the links for them to give them you money? the link is right there on the description it's the paypal account for the brothers please donate what you can and don't be asking why 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 we got a new car Okay? Don't be asking why we show up to the club with new what, clothes on. I don't know what the hell you talking about with new car. I ain't got new shit. <laughs> Nigga, it, uh, uh, you remember Don't Be a Minister Society? Yeah, I know. I don't know. ask. No questions. I ain't got new nothing. Just give it a money. I ain't got new nothing. I mean, anyway. But seriously, we got a lot of things that we're doing, so donations are needed. Donations are appreciated. So anything that's inside of your wallet, your pocket, your bill folder... Go ahead, give it to the brothers. Yes, you got yes. the links up there. You know what to do. Yes, Go to yes. the brothers fan page. That's at Facebook. Just type in the brothers. T H A B R U T H A A S. Yes, yes. They call me U S H E R. You wild. You're not us. Okay. Anyway. Tell you what you got to do for me. Got a nigga sick. Anyway, anyway. So. Keep on doing that. I'm going to keep on rapping it. Next. We have to, we get it up to what's know, really good out here. Let's start with what's really good 
out here. Now let me take you to a place that's nice and quiet. While he's R and B and no one there to interrupt. Ain't got a rush. I just wanna take you it nice and. Y'all remember that? Now maybe tell me what you wanna do for Are me. Are you done? Now we've been waiting for this for so long. Been making love until the sun comes up. Baby, I just wanna take it nice and slow. And I'm out. Are you sure? I'm done. I hope you're done. All right. Anyway, so let's talk to what's really good out here in these streets. What's up, man? What's going on? As you all know, unfortunately, we had the loss, an unbelievable loss that happened in the hip hop community. Juice World died last Sunday at the age of 21 years old. Can we say it was a tragedy? I don't think so. Oh, damn. You bogus. You cold as, you cold as 10 below zero. Nah, I'm just being 100. I didn't know that the brother was from Chicago. That was the first time I heard he was from Chicago. He's from Homewood. I thought he was from, like, a weird place. Like, like what? A suburb of Oakland or something. I ain't think nah, that. I ain't know he was nah, from nah, the. Nah, I ain't nah, know he was nah, from nah, the nah. place. I ain't know he was from the crib, man. Nah, he, he's definitely from here. But you know, although we cracking jokes, let's just say, man, death is not nothing funny. So R.I.P. the brother. Um, he had, you know, he had a short life. He had a lot of good songs. Y'all really need to go on YouTube and look at his songs, cause uh, although he talked about a lot of emo stuff. The production on a lot of his stuff was immaculate. So if you didn't know about Juice World, go and check about Juice World. I'll give him credit. He did his thing. It's just that people, please, just exercise a little caution when you use... Matter of fact, just don't do... Don't smuggle drugs into the city. This nigga and his crew... Just come on, man. Like, give me a better reason than... 70 pounds. Of marijuana. Of marijuana. Allegedly, allegedly, this brother swallowed an abnormal amount of Percocet. Jesus Christ. In order to hide it from the federalists. People. Jesus Christ. We want to celebrate and respect death. Yes, we do. But people, don't make it so hard on us. Man. God, dog, did you know he was related to Young Dolph? You know, you learn something new every day. I ain't know that, whatever. Look, I'm sorry. I don't know disrespect to whatever. Yeah, come on now. But anyway, we I'm just apologize. did an injustice to that. I'm just What apologize. else with the what's going on? Okay, there? what's going on? On a lighter note, have you heard about this new upcoming beef between Nick Cannon and Eminem? Apparently, this going on, this really one sided beef. This man, Nick Cannon, just out of nowhere decided to say, I'm going to pick a fight with Eminem. He didn't out of nowhere say it. Now, now if you're going to tell the story, tell it right. Now, well, we know about the history between Nick Cannon, Eminem, and Nick Cannon's ex-wife, Mariah Carey. Right. So, I don't, I honestly don't know where this really started in this week. I'm going to tell you where it all Go started. Go ahead. Well, well, what? Now, Fat Joe got a new album out. Okay. And Eminem is on that album. And Eminem, for no damn reason, came out the bag and still got Mariah Carey and Nick Cannon's situation in his mouth. Now, I don't understand why. It's been so long. Uh-huh. I mean, the nigga done had three, four, five seasons of Wild and Out. He done had two, three bad movies. Mm-hmm. And he is still talking about Mariah and Nick Cannon. Look, I have no idea why this is. This is Eminem we're talking about. Nothing's off limits to Eminem. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. But I don't know for the life of me what Nick Cannon thought he was doing when he decided that Rap, he's going rapping terrible. That's what he did. Not only did he rap terribly. <laughs> and anybody hear the first? He lyrics? hired rappers. Anybody hear the first lyrics? He has rappers on his payroll. Did you hear the first lyrics? I don't hear none of the lyrics. Did you hear the first lyrics? I don't hear none of them. It was like people coming to me talking about Eminem. Oh yeah, I didn't hear that. Part, it was seventeen words crammed into one bar. It was terrible. I was like, stop. Yes. Stop. Stop it. Please stop it. Okay. But so this guy, when you got rappers on your payroll doing this too with you too. Them rappers are making $17 an hour. Them people that's on Wildin' Out, they don't make a lot of money. Man. Okay? <laughs> now, and this is what I don't understand. Why Charlie Clips, what's the other dude? Hitman Holler and, uh, and the short dude and the memes. Why all them dudes, <laughs> why they commit in rap and career suicide by latching on lyrically to Nick Cannon? Now, Nick Cannon is a boss. I know it's a boss. But, uh, you know, I, I ain't got no boss no more. But I wouldn't do it. Nick Cannon, yes, he's a mogul, but I would not do a feature with Nick Cannon if I was trying to get on in the rap. Man, that man went for the gusto on that. They were all went for the gusto. Was, you know how bad it is with Nick that Eminem that has was not rapping been, like gusto on CB4. That's what he was rapping like. You know how bad it is that terrible. Eminem has yet to retaliate and he's already winning the battle. Yeah, it's terrible. He ain't even <laughs> said nothing. And he's winning. But you know who is definitely winning right now? Apparently Omarion, because he is, for a man that has been getting embarrassed by his own band, former bandmate, I guess, Little Fizz, by fucking around with his baby mama now, mm-hmm. he done kicked them off the tour, he done got full custody of the kids, so April mm-hmm. Jones, his baby mama, who's left him for Little Fizz, you can't know how, get a you dime. Know, you know how fucked up you gotta be to get full custody as a woman? Like... If, if anybody know about child support game, man, listen. For a woman to, for a man to get full custody, if that's what's happening, there got to be some ratchet shit going on in that situation. She has to be the worst to, for him to get custody. Oh no, I'm because he get money too. Mm-hmm. But apparently, ain't no bag security on Little Fizz and April Jones's part because April Jones already creeping with another rapper. I think I know about this dude. Like, who? Why you a know nigga about from him? Memphis, Tennessee? Oh, you don't give a damn about Memphis? No, I do care about Memphis. How many gangsters in Memphis, nigga? I, I ain't with you on this one, nigga. Man, I bought Kevin from Memphis. You shout have to, to Kevin. fight your own battle. Kevin, <laughs> shout out to Kevin, you W I A N, man. He's in Memphis, Tennessee, okay? I'm no, he's not. He's in Nashville. We had Nashville, Nashville, <laughs> Memphis, whatever it is. All right, look. I think we're done with the, what's really good out here. Uh-huh. So let's get to the topic of today, which is another big cop culture topic that is really kind of ripping the internet apart. It's very big. I think you know what that segue <laughs> was. Mm-hmm. We are here to talk about our good girl, Lizo. Isn't her pronounced her name is Lizo? Lizzo? Lizzo. Lizzo, okay. So, in case you haven't heard, Lizzo created quite a stir this week on social media when she showed up to a Lakers game in a dress with the back cut out of it showing her ass cheeks mm-hmm. in a thong. Decided to do a little twerking, act a little raunchy out there, and everybody was like, Oh, no, you can't say that. Let's do that. That's a big girl. You too big for that girl. What are you doing? And all that other jazz. It was so bad that it eventually, from what I've heard, 
she was banned from the Lakers. And they burnt that seat. I heard Probably that so. too. They burnt the seat. They banned her from the Lakers organization, and she burnt the seat. And it's caused <laughs> the internet to go kind of divided on the what's appropriate or what is considered fact-shaming because apparently people have a problem with what she did. It's because mm-hmm. she's too big to be doing it. So I would have to ask you this. With all this has been going on, is America ready for big girls to be sexy? No. Because it doesn't sound like it is. Why you say that, man? Why? Because I'm trying to figure out, why would America have a problem with this? First of all, America has a problem with it because uh, big girls have never been in the spotlight with America. Now, and are we going to talk real or do I got to do this? Man, look, if we, don't talk real, if we don't talk real, we ain't being real. Because you ain't going to like it. You know, I'm a brother right, with opinions. Ahead. So... America ain't ready for Lizzo because America ain't accepted that big women are beautiful. Now, of course, there's a lot of people that get with big women on the low and don't talk about it. And there's a lot of people that actually celebrate big women. But when you do it on a national scale, mm-hmm. with the ass out, with a thong that looked like it was sewn together by fabric from Michaels and Joann's, then there's a problem. Most people are not ready for all of that, okay? Like, the first thing we gotta understand, there's nothing wrong with feeling like I'm not ready to see a big woman uh, with her entire butt cheek out at a family gathering, which is a basketball game. There's nothing wrong with feeling like that. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with believing that there may be some hygienical issues with a big girl with a ass out, with a thong on, sitting in public chairs. There's nothing wrong with a girl, well, there's nothing wrong with you feeling that this girl is completely out of her goddamn mind. Cause Why her you ass, that wise? Watch out of her goddamn Because first mind. of all, it's not only her, what she did, it's her attitude towards it. Okay. Now, that, okay, now expand I, on that. I believe... that was my issue. Yeah. I believe that this is going beyond fat shaming. This is going into more of what we call horror culture. Because not only are you dealing with the fact that she is a big girl, that's something that's not mainstream in America. You're also dealing with the fact that she's promoting the horror of the whole culture in a family gathering. Now, what was some somebody going to say to you? Well, didn't Rihanna do it? You're damn right Rihanna did it. Ain't Jennifer Lopez going to do it? Some one of these girls walking around here? Mm-hmm. You're damn right they're going to do it. But you got to face the facts that small women are accepted more than big women into this world. Now, did I say it's right? Okay. Did I say that's right? All right. I never said it was right. But it is a fact. We can act like it ain't. We can pussyfoot around it. It's just that big women are not accepted as quickly as smaller women. Now, why explains me why they're not accepted like that? Because that's just the way that it is. You, it's the propaganda. People, that's how they create it. When you go with the models, will you go deeper? Goddamn it! I'm gonna go deeper. So here's why I think it is. People don't accept big women because there's a certain level of fat phobia that exists. And I know it's a very buzzworthy word to say, but it's kind of true. I think mostly we have been conditioned to believe that big girls can't be attractive. Let's 
let's go basically what we've learned over the years. They're fat, they're sloppy, they're nasty, they're unattractive, they stink. You know, the, all the typical stereotypes with, with overweight or plus size people. We hear these stereotypes all the time. We're conditioning our minds to think that being big is being unattractive. Even gaining more than your average weight, you're still considered to be over under. Excuse me, overtracted. You're unattractive. So, when it comes to Lizo, this is more so of an American ideology of what we envision women to be. If you guys can, you got to think about it. We're always projected to believe that women are supposed to be slender, thin, petite, look good, smell good. Had this whole statue was figure. That's what we conditioned to be. But not every woman is like that. Matter of fact, not every woman needs to be like that. First of all, what? There's a difference between a big girl and a girl that just ain't got no shape. One of the things that we're not talking about with Lizzo, she can be as confident as she wants to. She can be a peacock. She can come out with a see-through negligee doing the Source Awards. But we are covering up the fact that. Lizzo ain't got no shape. So, oh, optically on. to my eye, I don't care if you big or not. If your body is not shaped in the way that is conducive to saying this woman is sexy, it is something wrong. Like, she had her ass up, right? Yes, we do. But her ass is shaped like an expedition windshield. So, you want to talk about the fact that this is Lizzo being a big girl and I want to actually talk about the fact that this is a normal woman that just ain't got no good shape. Okay? So, I'm sorry. Now, that's how I truly feel. And honestly, that's the way a lot of y'all feel, but y'all ain't got the balls to say it out. So, you just saying because she built like a four pickup. Like, that's what you're saying? I ain't say she was, I said she was built like the windshield. <laughs> her, her, her butt is built like the windshield. That's not, listen, I understand that we have this thing about big girls, okay? I understand that you, but we're not all attracted to big girls. No, 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 Okay, we have this expectation or this perception of big women, okay? No, 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 no. But that's not necessarily no, a factual not, thing. That's not what I'm saying. Well, what are you saying? What I'm saying is, like what I said, it ain't the fact that she's a big girl. Matter of fact, the big girls that shape in a curvaceous way, y'all need to look at this and say, stop trying to step into our territory. Because there are a lot of attractive big... Matter of fact, saying you're an attractive big woman is almost making it a fetish thing. There's a lot of attractive women that are big. There's a lot of attractive women that are very curvaceous. There's nothing wrong with that. But if we really want to look at it, Lizzo... Even though she is a big girl, she does not have the shape. Because you can be a big girl with a shape, and you can be a big girl that doesn't have a shape. So, the shape that Lizzo actually has, I'm sorry to tell you, is kind of offensive. Now, that well, does not mean... to you? It's, it's offensive to the optic, to the eyeball. Now, big girl, curvy girl, uh, don't take offense to this. Because if you got a shape, there's a lot of big girls out there with a nice shape. Jill Scott, Jasmine Sullivan. A lot of big girls out here with nice shapes. <coughs> but if your shape ain't good as a big woman, it ain't got nothing to do with the fact that you big. It has a lot to do with you shaped like a bag of dirty laundry. And I can't do nothing with, I can't do nothing with that. 
Now, that's the thing that most people don't want to say. I've been seeing a lot of people pussyfooting around this issue. And the issue is, Lizzo, your body don't look that good. Now, I'm glad you got confidence. Because everybody needs to have a certain amount of confidence. But this ain't cancer, okay? This ain't leukemia. This ain't something that you can't get rid of. Your shape is not something that you are just born with and there's no way that you can get around it. There are things you can do with your shape. Now, why I say that? Because it'd be different if it was something you couldn't change about yourself. But you can actually tweak and critique your shape. You know what people are saying probably thinking you right now? Whatever they think You said you You thinking You chauvinistic as fuck right now I'm I'm, I'm talking I'm saying things (laughs) That a lot of people think Now there's some people That ain't gonna agree with Nothing I got to say And I ain't got nothing else To say about that But there's a lot of people That's gonna agree with what I'm saying Okay And you know that I'm not coming from no Trying to be PC about it I'm telling you the truth Now I ain't trying to be Disrespectful to Lizzo but we also understand we all got eyeballs. And we can see that this ain't just a big girl thing. This is a girl that has no shape that is putting her confidence into horror culture. Now, I would have a problem with if I had a daughter. You know, big girl or not. You know what I'm saying? I don't necessarily like the fact that Rihanna be showing her butt cheeks around. If I had a daughter. Hey, let's leave Rihanna. Rihanna, Rihanna, Rihanna showing Rihanna. her butt cheeks. Stay on top of the list. We don't talk about Rihanna. If Rihanna was showing her butt cheeks, stay I would on, have a problem with Rihanna cold. showing her stay butt cheeks. Cold. You said stay on cold. Stay on cold. Don't. <laughs> if she was showing, if 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 Beyonce came and was showing her butt okay, cheeks. If Rihanna was showing a butt cheeks, I would not. Listen, be, all right. Let me just go ahead. I would not be I'm gonna, I'm gonna Listen, let me tell you something. And keep your hands. I'm going on to. This line I'm right going here. to. You see what it is? I'm going to rebuttal this, what you're saying. Okay, first of all, keep your hands right Okay, let me rebuttal this. Let me rebuttal this. So, when you say it to the optics, I mean, I think you're not underestimating the fact that there are men that do find big women attractive. Did I ever say there wasn't no women? So, it's not just so what you spoke was more in a generalist state. I, you know, I don't do general. Stop taping. I don't do man. it. I don't think broad. I think you have to be specific. Stop caping. I'm not caping. You're caping now. I'm not caping. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not caping. Excuse me, how about keeping? We have friends that like big women. Public. Did I ever say anything about... No, but you generalize this. No, 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 no. You definitely generalize that. You cut me off. Dog, well, because I got to say this. You cut me off. I know, but I got to say this. No, no, because you you got what I'm saying messed up. So I I got to explain myself. I never said nothing about nobody being attracted to big girls. Big girl and Lizzo are actually two different things because there are a lot of attractive big girls. There's a lot of attractive big girls that got wonderful shapes. Lizzo just happened to not be one of them, okay? And that's just what it is. So you saying that no man will find recently find Lizzo attractive? Did I say that? I never said well, what no are you man. Saying? Okay, because I'm asking you these questions because I'm asking you questions that everybody else would ask you. I don't think you're thinking about what I'm saying. Everybody, no, I am. Uh, look, Yoda. There's a woman out here that find Yoda attractive. So I'm not saying that there's no one out here that don't find Lizzo attractive. But when we're talking about on a national scale, through national media, we're talking about on a level where people prop up beauty models to look a certain type of way. So we're talking about 
overall media. We're not talking about what you like when you go to the club. We're not talking about what I like when I'm by myself. We're talking about what's nationally, culturally, globally, well, not globally, but in the United States, that's what's accepted. And in the United States, Lizzo's shape is not accepted. Now, do that mean nobody find her attractive? No, that's not what it means. But it does mean that what she's putting out there is not accepted on a nationwide scale. And people got a problem with it, but they just not, they don't want to come out of their PC bounds. They want to stay PC. Well, I kind of did elaborate on that perception a little bit earlier, but I think you expanded on it. Well, I'm going to give you my rebuttal. I personally don't give a damn about her body size. It doesn't bother me. I don't. I personally don't give a shit. What I do have a problem with Lizzo's antics and her behavior that night, it has more so to do with, me personally, I found it corny. Okay. I found it real corny. Well, I say I found it corny was because it sounded like another episode of Lizzo doing something to give herself some attention. It's taking it's seizing the opportunity to give <clears throat> some attention to herself. Now, granted, I and I tell people this before. <clears throat> I'm sorry. I personally, and I mean this with whole every fiber of my being, I hate Azalea Banks. I hate Azalea Banks with a passion. I can't stand the bitch. I don't like anything that comes out of her mouth. I don't like her stupid face. I just can't stand her. But I do agree with one thing Azalea Banks has said, and that's hard for me to do. And she had a perception about Lizzo, that, Lizzo, excuse me, about Lizzo that actually kind of stuck to, stuck to me a little bit. Is that Lizzo is just another part. Now you said she's a part of the machine, uh, and I. She's, she gives this presence that America is not happy with her size and her perception, right? I would also say that Lizzo is part of a machine product in entertainment that they like to push. Another big girl celebrity that they want to push down everybody's throats and she's kind of taking that wave and running with it. So I don't applaud any attempt to... well. Actually, I kind of do because I was on a post one time. I gotta give Lizzo credit. Marketing is a hell of a thing. She got talent too. She got talent. She's a talented girl. She played a flute. She do a lot of things. But like I said, if that ain't shameless publicity that she's trying to pull that Lakers game, I don't know what is. But she did the right thing because when people stop getting quiet about you, that means they're not paying attention to you. So Lizzo did something to get people talking about her again. So it's a little bit of obnoxiousness. And as I said, her it behavior, it was corny. Yeah. It was mad corny. Her behavior was corny that night. And I just don't think it was authentic. People saying, you don't know nothing about her. I don't care to know anything about her. This is my perception. I just think she's mad corny. She was mad corny when she did it. She was been mad corny. There's a lot of moments she's been mad corny. This ain't the first time we've seen her do some corny shit. And this is not going to be probably the last time we've seen her do some corny shit. And so, oh, keep going. So it's just like, to me, it's like, show me something that's real. Because I really, actually, to be honest with you, I felt like that whole moment was forced. Like she tried, like she kind of said, you got to do something. You gotta just do something. And a straight publicity stuff. It really is. And that's what really, and like I said, I can't knock her for it. 
because she's marketing herself. However, I don't even mind it. And that what ta- that's what takes the authenticity out of her just being a big girl with confidence because she's using it as a way to get you to react to her for her to almost fetishize big women and then sell more records. That's all she's doing it for. It'd be a difference if this was about uh, pro women's choice or about a woman having a body that everybody can respect and all sizes are beautiful and that type of campaign. Right. But she's literally taking the insecurity that we know we don't talk about it. We talk about racism. We talk about prejudice. We talk about intersectionality. But we never really talk about fat shaming. But that's one of the little taboo things that's inside of American culture. She's literally preying on that, not P-R-A-Y, P-R-E-Y, in order to get a reaction out of you, in order to further her career. So when you think about it like that, you know, you can say she got all the confidence in the world. But first of all, somebody that big, no pun intended, I'm talking about her career, somebody that big, she got a whole media team behind her. She got a whole public relation team. So everything she does is calculated, mm-hmm. which means that they are literally praying on the fact that you're going to have a reaction, praying on the fact that you're going to think that fat shaming is wrong, praying on the fact that it's two niggas from Chicago that's going to cause controversy and talk about this. They are literally Rain on that fact, and that's not authentic. Are we really talking about her being a big girl, or are we talking about the fact that she's taking advantage of big girls by promoting something that's not necessarily big girl culture, but like I said, poor culture? So she's taking advantage of y'all, and anybody that speaks up about it or keep it real, y'all feel like they're coming from an angle that's borderline disrespectful but she's being disrespectful by making you believe it's something that it really isn't it isn't about her being a big girl it's about her taking advantage so her team and her company can make more money okay and it's just not like i said it's she even shouted out the thong just, she was wearing. Come it's a stupid. It's just like this is a media ploy. It's a big media ploy, and people are trying to really play it as something really bigger than what it really is. And that it's really kind of not. It's obnoxious as fuck in its own right. And the thing is, I it got social media so up in a swarm. Like I go on Facebook, and it's like thirty straight posts about nothing but Lizzo, Lizzo, Lizzo. Compare Lizzo to all these skinny women out there or smaller women who dress more scantily clad in public and say, what's the difference? Or what's the difference with her? What's the difference between Lizzo and her? What's the difference between Lizzo? Just admit that y'all fat phobic. No, nobody's fat phobic. You know what? You know what you're making me realize? They take in the, the tactics of feminism, how feminism will put you in the corner to make you say, Oh, you judging me? Why you judging me? Something's wrong with this guy. That's what feminism do. They taking the tactics of feminism and putting it into fat shaming. You know what I'm saying? Because just the mere fact that this woman that we don't see a lot of these wide, you know, gigantuan buttocks on national TV, just the fact that people having a reaction like, whoa, 
they're taking advantage of that and say, well, well, you got a problem. What's wrong with that? Something's wrong with this person. It's, it's literally just a ploy. It's not about confidence. It's about money. And that, that was about confidence. It's about, well, like somebody said, competition. Thank you. Shout out to uh, Nico. Well, I shout out to young lady. You, you brought, you coined that phrase. Now she traded in her confidence for competition. She's making herself a spectacle. And like I said, I applaud the marketing. I applaud, I applaud it. I give it all the props of the world. I'm Great just not tactics. buying it. Great tactics. I'm just not buying it. I know what this is. I've seen this play before. And it ain't nothing new to me. And it's not going to make me buy it. I don't own, I ain't heard one full Lizzo record yet. I personally don't find it. I don't care about it. Don't care about listening to her music. I don't. This is me personally. I don't know if you heard a Lizzo record, but I haven't heard a Lizzo I record heard it at all. But I got another. I got another little anecdotal in here. There is a such thing as dressing for your size. Now let's not act like everybody can do everything. Okay, if some smaller women can get away with some things that big women can't, some people that's light skinned can wear certain things that dark skinned people can't. Some people that got a lot of facial hair can can have a look that people uh, that don't have facial hair can have. You're trying to make it seem like something's wrong with the fact that if you are 280 pounds and five foot three, and as a woman, there are certain things that does not complement your frame. You making it think you making me think that I have a problem because you shaped in a way where wearing a thong with a shirt that got the ass cut out of it <laughs> is giving is making me believe that I got the problem. You shaming me. <laughs> I mean it could have been a little tighter, I thought it was. The thing, it was like a cutout shirt, right? It I know was it's like, a shirt. You know, they had a shirt, yeah, women wear the shirts like that. Yeah, I know. With the whole ass out. Here's my thing. If you're going to wear something like that, at least not make it loose. I just didn't like the loose look. Like, you could have tightened it up. Make it like an actual dress then. Tighten that shit. Make it snug on you. Because that whole drape, it looks like a fucking moo that you walk around the house. You know how your big mama used to walk around with them? Big ass moo's around the house, <laughs> moo dresses, my, the my, gowns. My grandma still wear the moo's. You gowns. know what I'm saying? That's what it kind of reminded me of. It was like that's not attractive. That's something my grandma would wear. And I ain't got no problem with big women. Big yeah. women are beautiful. It's a lot of beautiful big women out here. <laughs> but there, certain people can do certain things that certain other people can't do. Well, speaking of which, what about the smaller women in comparison? What is it? Has the narrative now changed for them now? As like. Has Lizzo done the, Lizzo's actions kind of flipped the narrative saying that small women should be chastised for wearing no, the same thing? No, because this is what small women can get away with this. Like, there's a reason why I'm talking to y'all like this. I'm not missing no words. I'm not using no big words. I'm not trying to be an etymologist right now. I'm just telling you straight and simple. Smaller women can get away with things that big women can't when it comes to clothing. Okay? So, the narrative hasn't changed. I'm going to give y'all a prime example. Now, the comic Monique. Now, Monique can go on all different types of specials tour around the world calling uh, women skinny bitches. Mm-hmm. You skinny bitch. Look at this skinny heifer. Skinny mother. You wrote a book about it. You skinny. She can go 
to a place and call three women that are small, skinny bitches to their face, and everybody can start laughing. Mm-hmm. But let one of them skinny women look at Monique and say, you fat bitch. And what is going to be the reaction in the room? Monique is not going to be the one that's in the wrong. Mm-hmm. The skinny girl is going to be the one in the wrong. And you want to know why? You want to know why? Because we've been conditioned to, to see and believe that one is right and one is wrong. You know, it's funny. One that scenario actually happened. Remember, there's a clip. I remember there's a clip on Dr. Phil where this girl was talking, this little skinny white girl was talking about how she was trying to encourage people not to be fat. She was once plus size herself, mm. and she was encouraging people not to be fat. And there was this black girl who was, you know, plus size, coming in the crowd, calling her, oh, well, um, you really called her little lady, little Miss Skinny Minnie. Mm-hmm. Now, you in here talking about some, um, being probably have a problem with fat and being, I'm happy, I'm fat, I'm beautiful, I don't want to look like you. And the skinny white girl says, well, I'm not saying there's nothing you shouldn't look like me. I'm not saying I'm trying to be apologetic. I'm just saying that there's different sides of the day. I should say, I don't get what you said. You said it, so own up to it. I say, I am on up to it. Right. Dr. Phil jumps in and says, now, wait a minute. Why is it okay for you to call her skinny <laughs> mini, but you have a problem with talking about your waist size? Mm-hmm. And she, the black girl got froze up. She couldn't say nothing. And she was like, well, you know, I say you got a point, but you know, she said what you said. No, she said, no, no, no. You said what you said. Now you own it. You have a problem with skinny women. Because honestly, what, what bigger women don't say is you use your big woman as a victimhood. A lot of times the victim can get away with saying stuff that the person that's perceived to be on top can't. So when that skinny girl talked to that big girl, the skinny girl is perceived to be doing better and the big girl is perceived to be the victim. And that's why she can get away with saying it and the skinny girl can't. It's kind of like black and white people. <laughs> Let me plant one more realistic scenario that I think women try to skate around but don't want to admit it. There's always a group of women who are friends and they always got that one plus size girl. And they always got that one plus size girl that they always talk about, even on the social set. Mm-hmm. Now you know that. And I believe this. I've heard it. We've been out to the club several times. We, they've always seen a group of women out there that got that one plus size friend that they always bag on when she does some shit. Like, I wouldn't wear that damn. She got that best thing on. Like, girl, you know what I'm saying? You know, all that other shit. What I makes me believe is that women out there are more vindictive about this. Here's the truth is, and I'm not trying to put us over, but men, they never really have this much of a perspective problem when it comes to big women in general. It's mostly women who have a problem with big women in general. Let's be honest with each other. Women are the ones that are fat shaming Lizzo more than any other men are. Men just know what they want. Men like what they like, no matter what it is. But it's the women out there that have this perception of, oh, this is too big for that. Oh, this is too, too disgusting. Oh, this is too fat. Women are the ones doing that shit. It ain't got nothing to do with us. And I'm speaking, I'm speaking for us as a man. 
We ain't never said nothing wrong about this one. We already know what we like and don't like. But you're the ones who out there voicing and making it public. So yeah, you're the one shaming. This is supposed to be y'all sister. This is supposed to be y'all sister, girlfriend, friend, this plus size girl. But let's be realistic here, ladies. You in the back in the corner talking to your other girlfriend, shaming the fuck out of her ass. <laughs> slamming the hell out of her ass. Talking mad shit about her ass. Because you think she don't compare to you. Girl, you know she too big to be wearing that shit she got on it. Be real. And you know y'all do that shit. You know you do that shit. And you just don't want to admit it. But now you on this pedestal where Lizzo is now a celebrity. And you're saying, we don't tolerate that type of nonsense around here. That's fat shaming. We are about empowering women no matter what Stop size they are. projecting. You're projecting. That's what you do on your personal time. You're projecting on And that. that's really, and realistically, <laughs> that's what it is. Like, we're not buying this shit. We're not buying it at all. You're really just trying to tell yourself that this is okay. At the same foot in the back of your mind, you dogging the fuck out of her. Mm-hmm. So you really got a problem there. So. The what, doors of the church are now open. Mm-hmm. There will be a two-drink minimum. I need a drink out of this one. Are there all any, your pastors. Are there any final thoughts, Mr. Mr. Bridges, about the situation? Uh, one more thought. Now, big women, big men, whoever out there, let's not act like being morbidly obese is okay. On a medical level, there are several, 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 several diseases, several complications that come along with being morbidly obese. So let's not turn this into a pop culture situation, okay? So at a certain point, there could be a complication with celebrating the fact that you are BMIing a little bit too hard, if you know what I'm saying. So fat pride, just fat pride. It's it's a it, it can get it can get a little a little tricky right there. Yeah, there's a lot of things that can happen. Diabetes can happen. That that's going with a dietary disease. There's some high blood pressure. There's heart disease. There's thyroid hypothyroidism. There's a lot of things with complications of going to the obese side of the game. So yeah, you want to celebrate a person with who they are, but if who they are is a person that is at risk for a disease that can take them out the game. Could we please start looking at this in a logical way sometime? It may be not bad shaming. Maybe it's, hey, you're you not doing too well. This is another one of those situations where you need to get out of your feelings and get real. All right? That's basically what it is. You know, in a lot of ways, you can be body positive for all you want, but you know deep down inside, she ain't you. And she, you don't want to be her, <laughs> okay? So let's be realistic about that, okay? Let's be realistic. Now, we know that's a, you can say that even about any size girl, but specifically we're talking about Lizzo. And the funny thing is, y'all doing all this, trying to stick up for her, being body positive, you would not do the same damn thing. Be real. You wouldn't wear the same damn thing. You wouldn't do the same damn thing. You wouldn't present yourself the same way. So stop being full of it. You know you wouldn't. That's all it is. Well, that concludes another episode of The Brothers. We want to thank everybody out here for tuning in. Need a milkshake, but I already ate. I'm sorry. I, I don't know where the hell that came <laughs> from. Bum, ba, ba, da.
I'm Steven City P. Watson. Dante Chase Bridges over here. We will see you next week. Peace. Peace.